Hello and welcome to episode 401 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. We may have Justin. Hachi Machi. That's it. That's all. We're doing a two-man show today. Yep. It's all, we'll it's all critics show. references. Let's get them all out right now. Buy my book. Buy my book. Uh, That stinks. Yeah. And we're done. See you next time, folks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was gonna go. Yeah, that's the ticket, but that's just John Lithgow. I mean, or not John Lithgow. That's uh, John Tra- John nope. Travolta. No, John Lovitz. Lovitz. Yeah, that's the ticket. <laughs> yeah, that was like every single Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live character he'd had. Uh, so what's up, man? What's going on? Oh, not much. It's been a while. It has been a while. Way too long. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. We're, we're three weeks into fantasy football now. Yeah. Uh, fantasy football shit. <laughs> I was um, going to say, I, I I peeped your team's standings. Uh, I could guess your opinion. Although you're uh, you're right there at 3-0 with me in the uh, PC Lamers League. or Wait, it's yeah. not called that anymore. Uh, Castle Crashers League. It's always, it's always funny to see, like, the difference in competitiveness and like all kinds of score. Like it's just yeah. like when you play with other people, people that read up about it and stuff like that, you're like, man, there's no way I'm going to get that. Pro- oh, okay. They fell down two more rounds. Okay. Well, I guess I'll get them now. Hey, I'm, I'm just happy that he, they went to half point PPR. That's better than <laughs> standard or non PPR. Um, and it's for money. So like, it's not just a random nothing league anymore. <laughs> Wait, wasn't it just like five bucks or something? This is like ten dollars. Yeah, it was like oh, okay. ten dollar entry, and I'm fairly certain it's a winner takes all league classic. Oh man, style. <laughs> well, me and you are in the good runnings then. Yeah, right. Hopefully, one of the two of us. We can get uh, to the yeah. end, and, and Matt will harken back to his uh, Magic the Gathering days and say, "You know, split, <laughs> just split." <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to take something better than nothing. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, it's like I. I think next year I'm definitely not going to try to have all my teams the same because if they're shit, oh they're yeah, all shit. Well, is there a player that you ended up trying to take everywhere that's screwing you? Cream Hunt, ooh, Kenyon Drake, ooh, yeah, uh, Carson Wentz, ooh, um, Dak well, Prescott. That, that could be starting to turn around. Oh yeah, Dak Prescott. Mm. Any tight end that isn't Zach Ertz or Kelsey, Kelsey or fucking Gronkowski. Yeah, pretty much. I don't think Gronk did anything this week. Even uh, he, he he did some stuff. But, I mean, for what you pay for Gronkowski, I mean, there's no question in my mind that Travis Kelsey and Zach Ertz were the value tight ends there. And I'm happy to say that I have Zach Ertz in a league. I don't know if Kelsey was. Kelsey probably got taken round three or so. Yeah, I suppose he he was kind of right after. Oh, you just said Kelsey. Yeah, I, I mean he he put up a monster game like, week before. Who's been a decent like steal at tight end? I don't think. I mean, I would say because I have him on two leagues, Jordan Reed has gotten me ten to fourteen points every week. Yeah, and I got him for free basically. Yeah, well, I mean that was like because everybody was like. This guy's going to be injured within a day. 
Right, which is why, I mean, he was, I think I just was like, eh, fuck it, in the one league where he was the only tight end I picked up, and then he was, I actually got him in a league where I have Zach Ertz. I was just like, he's still out there? Like, in my head, yeah, he may get injured on the first play, but until he does, he's amazing. He was amazing all that one year where I got him off the waiver wires, and he basically helped me at least get to the championship in whatever league that was. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, I, I said it on Twitter a couple weeks ago, and I apologize for everybody that does not give a fuck about fantasy. We'll try to wrap this up soonish. Um, no. <laughs> good, because I, I do want to talk about it. But this year of all years, I have, like, I wish I had just taken all running backs in, like, the first 10 rounds. <laughs> just nothing but running backs. Just nothing but chances. And Matt, Matt, Matt is a classic old-school fantasy player. He he is always one to take, like, three running backs right off the bat. Um, Yeah, I just fucking picked the wrong ones this year. Yeah, well, you know, that's why you got to get 10. <laughs> that's why you, you didn't take enough. <laughs> but, like, there are so many viable wide receivers out there, I feel yeah. like I've got teams where I've got dudes on my bench that I would be happy to have to put in. Uh, and I think that it's it might be a byproduct of the uh, the new roughing the passer rule. It just feels like I mean, you look at quarterbacks, oh. fucking Patrick Mahomes is putting up most touchdowns in the first three games. Fucking Ryan Fitzpatrick just had three 400 plus yards uh, games oh. in a row. No one's ever done that before. I would make the argument that quarterbacks are just getting better. Like we're replacing the shitty quarterbacks are finally falling to second tier backups and the the college kids that are gunslinging, you know, they're finally coming in and like replace you know what I mean how many yeah, new maybe. quarterbacks do we have this year? Like I mean, you're getting rid of like shitty Sam Bradford finally. <laughs> uh, you know, um To an extent, got, yeah. You got uh, so what? You got like f- four rookie quarterbacks this year. Five, five that have played, and then you got Mahomes, who was a rookie last year, right? Yes. So he's the second year here. And uh, Garoppolo, I mean, he's been in the league for a few oh, years, but this is effectively his sophomore year. Well, it was it's not anymore. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I don't. I don't know. I. I, I mean, I. I think it is. I think it is something to do with the protecting of the quarterbacks that they've instituted, and it's also. It seems like no one has a good secondary. <laughs> I would. I'm telling you right now, though. Next year, Atlanta's podcast league, best ball league. I mean, I'm down. Like, I just. It would have won I'm, me the league this week. I would still be three and zero. Yeah, because I, I played looking, fucking Kenyon Drake. I was over, looking. At, like, yeah, go ahead. Uh, well, I was just looking at like the dynasty league that we're in and stuff like that. And I was like, man, I scored sure, sure did score a lot of points. Oh, look, I'm like the third highest in points against or some shit like that or second yeah. highest, and it's like motherfucker. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Kenyon yeah. Drake, man, it's just it's just bad to like, like I had Carlos Hyde sitting on my my bench and I started mm-hmm. Kenyon Drake and it's just like, it's just upsetting to like see your bench outscoring people in your lineup. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, same thing with like the Tennessee running backs. If you got any Derek Henry or Dion Lewis, 
you're wishing you hadn't blown your a pick on those guys right now. Yeah. Yeah. And meanwhile, I mean, I'm I'm pissed at the whole Le'Veon Bell situation, not only because I have him in one league, goddamn Dynasty League. Hopefully they trade him. But because if the Le'Veon Bell owner didn't get James Conner, which in a lot of leagues that didn't happen, then whoever got James Conner is like, wee, I got a first round pick that I just got to slide yeah. in for nothing. Yeah. Man, don't I mean, how do you even... It's crazy to think, like... He's just like, yeah, I'm, I've already passed up on two point four million dollars in three weeks. Yep. At that, he is done in Pittsburgh. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's done in, in a lot of places. Like, no, I think teams are like big on not well, like giving second chances. Like I, they're not interested. You know, past is past. So if he, if well, you're right though, I mean, if he's got as much of an ego going into this, if he cannot let go of that. I mean, what I'm, what I mean to say is that I think he's, he's not, he's gonna, he's hurt himself because he thinks he's worth so much. Yeah, and clearly, I don't think, especially if he doesn't play this year or he plays very little, I don't think he'll get that because he's getting old. I mean, he's, I mean, he's still fairly young, but right, he's still not gonna get what he feels like he should get. Yeah, no, you're right. He's he's I mean, he he's been in the league several years. He's got to be knocking on 28 or 29. Um and I mean, me personally, I don't know what the magic is in Pittsburgh, but I feel like the last 3 weeks have shown that you really can put just about anybody behind you know, slot just about any old Joe into that uh running back slot and they'll produce. Yeah, uh, I think in it, to the point where I'm starting to I'm I'm very very curious to see Le'Veon Bell go to another team and see what he really looks like. I think he might not be as good as we always thought he was. I think he's good. Yeah, but I think that you know he's good. Plus, he was in a really great slot of whatever the hell magic you know <laughs> offensive line coach. I don't know. Yeah, I tell you, man, uh, Steelers looked good last night. Yep, finally. I mean, their defense is still in shambles. Oh, I think I don't care about defenses. Right, <laughs> as long as as long as they can, you know, put the, the better, points up. The be- the worse the defense, the better the offense has to be. Yeah, yeah, it's great for fantasy. That's what I was telling uh, uh, my my landlord Jennifer um, uh, that you know she 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 this is all new to her. She's playing in the the podcast league this year, and the Falcons you know, the Saints Falcons game this week was a, just a shootout and she would groan every time the Saints would get back on top. And I was like, you want that. You want Matt Ryan yeah. to be chucking that ball as much as possible. I, like I mean, she groaned. She beat me 170 something <laughs> to like 120 something. Oh, you should have, you should have, you should have been on this side of it because it was her first win. And yeah, like she just was like racking up the points. I was like, God damn, you're the fucking point leader. And um, you know, I don't, I don't know how far ahead, like, how far ahead she was, but in Monday night, she was complaining about your player OJ Howard because he was doing pretty good. And he's like, oh, she's like, he's got thirteen points, and I'm like, what are you? <laughs> Do I have OJ Howard? I think, I think you must have uh for your tight end. Uh, let's see, that would be 
Outlandish League. Oh God, 136 to 174. Yeah, I did. I did have. A, I must have picked him up off waivers or something. See, yeah, that's what I'm been, saying. Like, he's been pretty. He's been pretty it, good. And all these fucking leagues, man. The waivers are like so inconsistent. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, I got, I can get this guy here, and like, listen to the podcast and stuff. Like, oh, I'd probably get this guy, and you're like, man, that guy don't even fucking. You got, he got drafted in this league. I don't even know why you're talking about this guy being on waivers in 26 percent of the leagues and shit. Yeah, it depends on. Yeah, especially the dynasty league. I, I was actually really pleased last week because I was able to pick up Tyler Boyd, um, and he looks. Pretty good. He definitely should not have been on the waivers in that yeah. deep ass league. But I don't know. That's the league I have Le'Veon Bell. I I lost the first week, did horrible, and then I put up fucking like 190 points the second week. Yeah. And then last week I lost again. So who knows what that league is going to be like all year? I got to get that number one draft pick next year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, is there anything else uh, you, you going on up there? You, you playing Spider Man? I know that. Or you, I have, you're playing Spider Man. Yeah, I uh, got my PS4 Pro Limited Edition Spider Man bundle. So is it uh, like the PS4 got like the Spider Man logo on it? Or yes, it is all red and it's got a big white Spider Man logo. And also I the uh, in my head, I thought it'd be black with a red logo on it. I yeah, know. I don't know why you would think that either. If anything, it might be blue with a. Well, I know. Well, the, the, the spider is black on his costume, so maybe that's oh, okay. what you were thinking. Maybe I'm just inverted or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, and it comes with like a cool red controller. and Anyway, so yeah, I I got that a couple weeks ago, and I, I beat that at the end of last week. Was that... it as fun as Spider-Man 2? Well, I don't think I could answer that question because I was, you know, in such a different place. Spider-Man 2 came out. 14 years ago um i was ridiculously excited for that game and i played it to death because it had realistic web swinging um this game also has realistic web swinging it is easier to do if that makes sense so the the 2004 sorry the 2004 spider-man game uh you actually had like to, to to shoot web onto a building to the right, you had to hit like the right shoulder button. And then to do it to the left, you had to hit the left shoulder button. And so you could do some interesting things where like, you know, you could decide which way you were shooting your web. This game, you literally just hold a button down and it's his, I don't know, it, it kind of, it combos as do, doing a lot of things, but basically it's his parkour slash web swing button. And you still have to let go at the right time to get like good momentum. And you've got a jump button that you can kind of hold while you're going through a swing to either get height or get even more momentum. And it's and it's really fun. I, I mean, the web swinging is uh, is a blast. There's you kind of like zip yourself along by shooting the web forward and attaching to something and kind of throwing yourself um, over obstacles and whatnot. And if you're holding that button, when you hit a building, he just starts running along the side of the building or running up the building. Um, you don't get, you don't get stuck on things like you did in the, uh, in Spider-Man two. Uh, and the city is amazing. I mean, it's, there's no way it's as big as actual Manhattan Island, but it feels as big, you know what I mean? Like when you're playing an open world game and you're like, yeah, this is a pretty good representation, but 
there's no way the city is anywhere near this small. This this city feels like it's the size of Manhattan. And, it, you know, you've got all the graphical quality of 2018, um, you know, 4K. Uh, got the power of the PS4 Pro um, pumping out the graphics. So looks great. It's fun to swing around. And the combat. Oh, I guess I, I guess I'll uh, talk about this. So as a, I was a big fan of the Batman Arkham games. And clearly, the developers of this game were also big fans of the Batman Arkham games uh, because it is more than a loving homage. <laughs> uh, it has almost the exact same kind of combat down to. Did you did you play any of the Arkham games, Matt, or did you watch no, the? I played the first Batman. Okay, so if you remember in the combat, you know you drop into a group of guys. Dudes would try to attack you and Batman would get it like a little thing would pop up and you hit a button to counter it to attack. So like when somebody was right about to hit you, it would give you a moment to hit a hit the counter attack button and he would like grab their arm and probably break it or something and then punch him in the face. So Spider-Man has that, which makes sense because, you know, Spider-Man's got um, spider sense. So the little goes off his head and that tells you when to um, in this case, you don't counter attack, though you just dodge. He does a little acrobatic spin or something. So that much is different, but you you have to do that to avoid damage or you'll get your ass kicked. And eventually you can, you've got a little, you've got some leveling in the game and there's actually like skill trees that you can go down and eventually you can get to where you, if you do it at, at the last moment, then it'll slow down time. And, you know, if you get another ability, he'll shoot a web at that guy so that it kind of webs him up for a second. Um, but there's also, I mean, much like Batman. So Batman had guys that would come out with a riot shield and you couldn't punch those guys in the face because I got a riot shield. They would just be like, fuck you, Batman and push you back. So you have to do a move to get behind them and then you can attack them. Exact same shit in Spider-Man. You can't punch them in the face. You got to do a move to get behind them. Guys do will a backflip, sh- Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys will run up with a, with a weapon and if the guy has a weapon, then you can't web them you have to do like you have to punch them up into the air or yank the weapon out of their hand again, just like Batman. So there's a lot of things that are a lot like Batman, but I will. Oh, another thing is that so Batman has these missions where you are up in the rafters or, you know, otherwise up high and you're kind of, moving about and it's supposed to emulate when Batman is, you know, running around a dark warehouse where the criminals are and just kind of taking them out one by one, like a serial killer and the criminals have no idea what's going on. They can't even find them. Uh, Spider-Man has that too. You are literally up in there. You have moves you can do that are um, specific to when you're stealthed and not known about where you'd like shoot a web down and pull a guy up and hang them from wherever you're hanging from sitting at just like Batman. Um, I think that they do enough to innovate on it and use and, and do things that make sense with Spider-Man. Um, there's a bunch of gadgets you can do, which admittedly again is also like Batman. Like you have, I was kind of bo- bothered by this initially because they really lean into Peter Parker's inventiveness. So he's got like electro web. He's got, um, 
special moves where like he's got a like a, a meter and you can change what the me and, and you can kind of deploy the meter like an ultimate and you can change what that is but some of them are like levitate all the guys around you in the air with your you know suspension field or uh you know like like start emanating energy off your body because there's also like a, a ridiculous number of suits in the game there's probably 25 30 suits you can unlock and you pretty much get a new one every time you level you still have to spend this res- these resources to unlock it but if if you're a Spider-Man fan from the comics like if and I'm not um I mean I I am a fan from the comics I've read some Spider-Man comics but Basically, they have put every single weird-ass random suit that Marvel has thrown on Spider-Man into this game from, you know, Amazing Spider-Man number 438. Uh, the year was 1996, and Spider-Man put on this weird suit so he could fight this one specific villain. It's in the game. Um, so if, if you're a fan of those that's, kinds of... Uh, that's EA's motto, though. It's in the game. Well, I mean... Yeah. Okay, sorry. If if you have if you like a weird suit, it's contained within this video cartridge. Uh, the video cartridge? No, <laughs> no, it's a disc. Uh, but uh, yeah, so the the combat it, it feels good. The gadgets feel good. There's a particular gadget called the tripwire web. Um. And you're supposed to, like, in a stealth environment, shoot it on the wall and wait for some guy to walk by. And it'll actually, like, whip a little web out and pull the guy to the wall and web him up against the wall. As it turns out, if you're in combat, or even if you're not in combat, he'll automatically shoot it at whatever you're targeting with his little gadget button. And that's really fucking hilarious because then the guy will be like, oh, and then he'll run around. And as soon as he faces something that's close enough to him to like set it off, then then it'll just shoot against the shoot to the wall and then pull the guy to the wall. Or if he happens to line up with like another bad guy, they'll web to each other and then fall on the ground webbed. And it's just I've, I've had so much fun just watching dudes fumble around with that thing. Um, the story's interesting. It's its own story. It, it's not tied to any comic book storyline or the movies or anything else they've done. They, uh, they've, they were allowed to play around and kind of build their own universe, much like the Batman Arkham games. And, um, I'm mostly pleased with what they did here. I would say the one th- bad thing about the game is there are a lot of missions where you have to stealth around an environment as Mary Jane or some other character that's just a you know a non-Spider-Man character in the story and these missions are boring and they're obvious and they feel like a chore instead of feeling like any kind of challenge and also I'm playing a goddamn Spider-Man game and I'm having to do non-Spider-Man stuff and that sucks and they should be ashamed of themselves for putting that garbage in the game because it, every time it happened, and it happens entirely too often, I just I just feel like uh, more of this. I know how it's going to go down. It's not going to be hard. It's going to be very by the book. Like you know what I mean? Like there's no ingenuity to it. Like oh, you're stealthing Wait, around. So how do you come across it? 
How do you? There's just story missions. Uh, usually, oh. it, I mean, cleverly enough, usually it'll you'll like you might get like a call from Mary Jane. Let's just say, I need help. I'm stuck in this warehouse, and you're like, what? Why are you stuck in a warehouse? And she'll be like, well, and then it'll do like a flashback to show you know, what happened. Uh, because in this universe, Mary Jane is Lois Lane. She's a reporter. It's a total fucking ripoff of Lois Lane. In my opinion, I think that, I mean, to their credit, it, it works well for the story that they wrote. I just think it's really uncreative, unoriginal to just make her a reporter that not only just a reporter, but much like Lois Lane, she's constantly getting herself, in these situations that she should have not gotten herself into. Um, but other than that, the, the boss fights are fun and interesting. Probably. In fact, I would say the most fun and most Spider-Man like I have ever felt in a video game in some of these boss fights. Um, you get to do some really classic Spider-Man type moves where you're, you know, jumping out of the way and trying to trick dumbass enemies into doing do things. Do you get to stop a subway train? No. Webbing up entire buildings. No. But and just using your body. You will sometimes hear there's random crime in the city that you can stop and sometimes right. it's a car chase. So that's pretty that's always really fun because you just like, oh, there's a car chase and then it kind of pops up on the mini map and you swing in and and you land on the car and then after you usually you either pull or kick the driver out of the car um and then you like jump in front of the car and use your spider strength to uh stop it oftentimes by shooting web to the buildings beside you Hmm. i also like that uh you just reminded me uh in this game so if you're trying to stop something like that or exerting any kind of strength. That's a classic, you know, press the square button as fast as you can until this meter fills up. Um, Those are particularly difficult in this game. And plus I feel like I have done my time, you know, button mashing. Luckily, as it turns out in the options, there's all kinds of things you can just turn off. Like you can straight up, just make that a hold button. Um, And I really appreciate that. Uh, developers coming around to saying, Hey, maybe you don't like this part of our game. How about, you know, you don't have to do it. Uh, and there's actually several other things that you can just, there, there are these little um, spectrogram puzzles and, and like circuitry puzzles that you have to do sometimes. Or I've noticed that if I take too long on one, a little button will pop up that just lets me skip it. And I never chose to do that. But I like that I could have if I was like, hey, this is, you know, this is not what I signed up for. Uh, what I started joking with Jennifer about is how about they give me that option in the shitty stealth missions? Just just skip the shitty stealth missions or show me a it's, it's story. Well, that exactly like or show me a cinematic because <laughs> this is a waste of my time. But I highly recommend the game uh, if you have a PS4 or if you've been like me thinking, you know, I should get a PS4 when there's enough games I want to play. This is a great one for it, especially if you like Spider-Man. It's a, it's a really excellent Spider-Man game. It's, it's 
you know, if if there are if there's a top two Spider-Man games, it would be 2004 Spider-Man and the Spider-Man. And, and I don't really know which one I would put first. I, I think in a lot of ways, this is a, a better, more complete game. So. Okay. Uh, another yeah an- another game i've been playing on my switch is a game called into the breach have you seen or heard anything about this kit matt is this the uh ftl game yeah so it's it's from the developers of ftl it's it was their next game uh it came out on the pc i want to say back in february and then um a month or so ago, they were like, hey, it's on the Switch. And I immediately downloaded it because when it came out on PC, I remember thinking this will be a great game for the Switch. Uh, I have a lot of patience. I don't need to play this right now. I'll just wait around and I'll either buy it on sale or, hey, look, it's on Switch now. And it is a great Switch game. So it's a very it's an interesting game. It's not much like I mean, in, in, in some ways it is like FTL, but it, it, it's definitely its own game. So the idea for this game is. I would almost call say it's Pacific Rim meets Edge of Tomorrow. So in this game, it's a very pixelated, kind of simplified version of a 4X strategy game. You each you 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 are in a in a in a future Earth where giant bug monsters are coming out of the ground. They're called the Vec. And they're attacking cities. And you have, you control a team of three uh, giant mechs or tanks or giant militarized uh, attack vehicles. And your job is to try to, actually your job is to protect the um, city structures as much as possible. Um, Not only because it affects your score and it's your job. But also because anytime a um, a building block or a, a, a block, because they're they're the the grid, it's like I said, it's a grid. So each little battle area is set up like a like a a grid of squares, and each square is either like you know regular land or it's got like a building or something in it. Anytime one of those buildings gets destroyed, you lose a a like part of your power grid. And if you get to zero on your little power grid meter at the top, you lose the game. Um, or obviously, if you lose every mech in a in a battle, at least I think you can lose the game if that happens. I'm not actually sure. So the the other thing is is each each attempt to you know win the game uh, if you lose your guys are actually time travelers. So the idea is that every time you quote lose, your guy can like get warped back in time and you can try again. Uh, And that's where the uh, edge of tomorrow kind of thing comes into play. Also the way the turns work are the enemies will move and then they will threaten something. Um, basically they move and then they show you what they're about to attack and then it's your turn and then you can move and then do an action. So the idea is that you're able to kind of see the future a little bit and see how they're going to like, Oh, this, this, this little, this Vec will walk up to a building and he's going to attack it next turn. So then you can 
um, have a chance to go up and maybe attack him and kill him to keep that from happening. Or the game has a lot of um, the ability to move units around. So a good example of that is there's a tank and the tank can charge an enemy. And when it does so, it does two damage, but it also pushes the enemy into the next block over. That can be really useful if Vivek is going to attack a building and, you know, if you push him into the next block over, he'll still attack like the square that's in front of him, even if there's nothing there anymore, or even if there's another Vec there. So you can kind of turn them against each other in a way. And a lot, it's, it's a lot like a board game in a way, like a strategy board game where you're playing against the AI and you're using your little pieces to try and um, protect the city and, and destroy the Vec. Or, you know, every every mission has like a specific objective or two or three. Like, oh, protect this particular power plant. Um, and by doing, by meeting those objectives, you gain reputation, which you can spend to buy new powers uh, for your mechs. Or, you know, repair your power grid or upgrade your mech so that you can activate more things in the mech like added health or added movement speed and um i'm really enjoying it it's a great game to play while you're watching a uh, three-hour football game that has a lot of commercials and downtime but i'm also enjoying it besides that uh i'm i'm playing on easy right now because i when the game came out i saw a lot of people recommend playing on easy first because nor it's much like FTL, normal is pretty tough. You got to be very precise. And my plan was to play on easy, beat it on easy, and then start playing on normal. But every time you win, you get enough. Uh, I don't know what the um, denomination is, but basically, there's a, a different resource outside of the the regular game that you can spend to buy a new set of three mechs that act in completely different ways. So I've just been like beating the game, get a new set of mechs, play around with those, beat the game, get a new set of mechs. And I'm just having a lot of fun. Um, I'm, I'm not like rolling the AI. I still have to think through every move, but I'm having a lot of fun figuring out each new set of mechs and, and using them in ways. It's very satisfying to uh, to use a new set of mechs in interesting ways and figure out combinations between the mechs. But uh, I highly recommend it. I think it's like $15. Um, I almost got it for you, Matt, because I think that you would get a, a lot of enjoyment out of... I cheat the shit out of it. Well, there's no way to cheat, but on easy, you would be... you would You would... Have There's no problems. Cheat. You would have an. I don't think there's any cheats or anything. Maybe on PC. There's not cheat. There's not. There's not cheats. Right. But there's trainers. Yeah. Yeah. There might be. But I, I would be. I would be surprised if you needed it. Um. Because you would. I didn't still need have it to, in FTL either. But it was really fun to do. Oh yeah. Uh. But you still have to make. You'd still have to make strategic decisions because the thing is, is yeah. like. Sometimes, like, for example, I've got a mech right now. He's got two cannons that are facing in exact opposite directions. And his ability is he shoots a bullet like a like a he shoots the two cannons at the same time. It does two two damage to whatever they hit first. And it pushes those things a square. Um, 
that is very interesting to figure out how to use because sometimes I need to get, I need to shoot this alien on this side of him, this spec on one side, but on the other side is like a city block. Um, and you can accidentally hurt your own city blocks. Uh, so there's a lot of strategy involved in, you know, like, oh, I need to use this guy that moves this back over here. And now they're all lined up so that I can fire, that I can use this guy that fires a laser that goes through multiple back. And I don't know, it's really satisfying. It's, it, it feels like playing a board game in a lot of ways. Um, so, you know, if it goes on sale, Matt, I would recommend checking it out. Almost got it for you for your birthday, but then, you know, got something else. So. I don't know. I've been too busy with my rift. <laughs> you should talk about your rift. You haven't posted. You sent me a picture that you got your rift. And then I haven't seen you talk yeah. about it on Twitter at all. No, I haven't. I played uh, the Deadberry game. I bought the, because uh, that came with it. I bought. Oh, that's cool. I, played, I bought the table tennis game because I had a, they had a free weekend of that. Hmm. And that was really fun. So I was like, fuck it, I'll buy it. Can you play that online? Uh-huh. You can play against other people. Cool. Have you have you played against oh, other people? Or? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I get the sense that with like a small community, that's the kind of game you get in and just get your ass handed to you by people yeah. that play it all yeah, the time. Like, oh, I know how to do this. I've set up like, like I haven't like explored all the options and shit, but I know they've already <laughs> got like their min max going on and like spinning and shit. Oh, God. Um, and I bought, I bought Beat Saber. Hmm, cool. Uh, I, I was looking into it the other night about downloading like custom sounds and the custom songs and stuff like that and importing those in. So I imported, I, I like that game, but I just, I'm terrible at it. I just want it to be all one color, no direction. And I just have to swipe them all. Like, yeah. You can you can turn off the direction and turn off obstacles and stuff like that, but there's still the same co- there's still different colors. So you have the red and the blues, and they switch up on which side they're on. So that yeah. really confuses me. Yeah, because I'll be like, all right, left hand is for red, right hand's for blue. Okay, uh, uh, oh shit, what is this? Is this okay? And then you can set it up so you don't fail, but still, yeah, that uh, game definitely can get complicated. Yeah. What, it's um, funny though because I thought about that game after after we played it at PAX, and it is. I realized it's really just a dancing game because you have to move your arms in time in specific ways. Right. So it, it's almost like, I mean, I know they didn't mean to like. Tr- it's not like they were trying to trick anybody into playing a dancing game, but effectively they have said, "Hey, we're going to trick people into playing a dancing game by saying, what if you're slashing stuff with.'" lightsabers yeah so that's kind of funny you can change your saber up on the there's mods and stuff for it so you can change your sabers up to be swords katanas um but yeah i had fun with that uh and i'm gonna i think i'm gonna take it up to work and play nobody uh keep talking nobody explodes oh that'd be awesome it's like like a team building game yeah so see how see how people react to that. Did you did you run into in, any issues setting it all up? I've heard that it can be complicated setting those things, getting everything oh, calibrated. Give you a walkthrough. No, that's good. Well, I've just software and like it's like we detected your stuff. Let's walk through the setup and then like 
just step by step. You just do everything that they tell you to do. And it's, it's a little, you do have, it's a little meticulous, I guess, Mm. in that you got to aim the stuff, the aim the sensors a certain way. Well, I had heard that there were, um, I mean, early on it was, people had issues getting it to calibrate. Like they would do everything correctly, Mm. that something would be wrong. So hopefully it means that they've, you know, two or three, two years later, or however long it's been, they've, they've kind of worked out a lot of kinks and bugs. Yeah. I also saw a third sensor. Oh, okay. Um, Which is, I get what, something they recommend. Yeah. If you really want full, like 360 or something like that, Mm. then you should install a third sensor and you just put that behind you. Okay. And angle it a certain way. But yeah, I mean, I've had a lot of fun with it. Um, I really enjoyed uh, there's the just the introductory thing that you get with it. There's like a, a little robot, and you, you like interact with him, and he gives you like a bunch of different stuff. Uh, you make like he gives you these cartridges, and you load them up into this 3D printer thing, and it prints out guns and like party favor things, like a little uh, cranking thing and. Another, a wand or something that makes some stars or something around you and the guns you can shoot these floating targets and stuff and you wave at them and he waves back at you and stuff and it's 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 just interesting to like and like you lose track of time when you're in there really oh yeah i noticed you know, that like, when just at pax like it's it yeah. doesn't make i mean in my head it doesn't make any sense why because you're just you're just putting a headset on, but yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> so it's it's just it's just fun to slip on every now and then, and just be like, okay, I'm gonna. I'm, I started watching, uh, trying to watch the Jack Ryan stuff on Prime. We watched so the I'm first about, episode of that. It's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, I'm about halfway through it right now. Um, I enjoy it. I. Uh, I need to watch Castle Rock. Mm-hmm. I want to watch that. Elizabeth, the uh, coworker, she's recommended it. And she's like, "Have you watched it? Have you watched it?" Because I think she wants to talk about it. Oh yeah. And so I'm like, "No, nah, I haven't got around to watching it." <laughs> I, I want to watch it with my mom because I, I think she would enjoy it because she likes Stephen King. Yeah, she should. I've so. I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, I mean, I don't have, I uh, don't have much else going on. Anything else you need to talk about? Uh, trying to think. That, uh, Jennifer Garner movie come out of nowhere. Peppermint movie. Yeah. I I meant to mention that to you because it's like right up your alley. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck up some people. Something bad happens to her family and she's got to fuck some people up. Yeah. Topless. I I don't I don't know if that's what happens in the in the movie. Well, if I was the director. You mean if Zack Snyder was the director. Zingo. Uh some things I got pink hat I wanna make a pink hat that you wear in October and it says make breasts great again. <laughs> that's a really good idea. That's a genuinely really good idea. I'm um, I'm I'm 100 percent serious right now. That would 
that that that's a really good I, I, to the point where I wonder if it exists. Because it should. Yeah. I think I, I think it might be on a sh- no, 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 no. It doesn't exist. It needs to. All right. It needs to. All right. I'm gonna start marketing that. I'm gonna cafe press that up. Oh man, that's so good. That's so good. Uh, people that sit at red lights with no blinker on, and then turn right when it turns green. Oh my god. Oh my god! It was like driving to work, and I was like, "Fuck!" I knew the person needed to turn right because everybody usually turns right. Yeah. So I was like, "I know you need to fucking turn right." I want to honk on these motherfuckers. I want to honk so bad at these motherfuckers because I know you're gonna turn right. And it turns green, they fucking turn right. I'm like, "Fuck you, you pieces of shit! You just made me sit at this red light. I know it was only more like thirty seconds, but still, fuck you." There's people that. You you can tell that they are not giving even half their attention to the goddamn road. Yeah, they're just like they're probably talking on the phone or texting or punch them in the face. Yeah, with their uh, with their phone. Walk up to the car, grab their phone, and then punch them in the face using the phone like like a roll of quarters. Oh, okay. Sounds like a man. I don't even know if you. I couldn't even. You couldn't even make a fist. No, you couldn't. It would be like a. It, you would have to grip it like a phone, and then just punch them with the grip. <laughs> uh, last thing I got is dropping burnt co- dropping burnt popcorn for the dog. I'm taking care of my mom's dog. Dropping burnt popcorn for the dog is probably the equivalent of making your kid smoke a cigarette. Yeah, you won't be begging for food anymore now, will you? <laughs> Dogs don't learn that well, though. You could probably I accidentally burn some popcorn the other night. He was like whimpering. Like, oh, oh. I was eating eating the good part of the popcorn. I thought, well, I should drop one of these burnt ass, nasty ass pieces for you. And you just, you'll grab it immediately because you'll be like, oh, something fell on the floor. Then you'd regret it immediately. <laughs> He'd probably love it anyway. Yeah, their taste buds are probably all fucked up and shit. Yeah, it's it's non it's not the dog food I have to eat every single day. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Uh. Anyways, all right. That's all I got. Okay. Uh, no letters. No letters from anybody. I don't think. Kickstarter furniture idea. Apparently, I wrote down a Kickstarter furniture idea: a nightstand that has legs that fold up and underneath the top part, so that they can connect to another version. Oh, okay. That's what it was. Now I remember. So it's like. You have a night, yeah. It's a it's a set, so you have two nightstands, one on the left side, one on the right side, mm-hmm. and then the the legs that would would face the bed would fold upward and into itself. That way, you could make it into one like table that extended the bed. Does that make sense? Like it could go across the bed, so oh. like you and your you and your loved one could like share the share a, a table over the bed. Ah, but then once you get done, you could disconnect it and then bring the leg back down. Yeah. I'm into it. But I don't know how the fuck I can get get IKEA on that. IKEA <laughs> make that. Right, that is totally an IKEA I, creation. I wouldn't know how to fucking but I was thinking like I bet you could probably like 
make that somehow. Like you just put like one side on hinges or something, and just swivel it up, and then you put them together. Or some shit. I don't know. Make it, make it IKEA. Make it. All right. Come on, IKEA. That's all I got. It's a freebie. Life is Strange Two should be coming out. Oh, when? For, I think this week. Wow. Today? Are you gonna? Are you gonna? Are you gonna? No, play fuck it that, piece man. by piece. I don't think so. Yeah, me neither. Who knows how long you gotta wait for the second piece? Exactly. The third piece. Fourth piece, fifth piece. Exactly. Fuck that, man. Can we wait around for a complete set? Yeah. It depends. I'll have to look and see what deals they got going on right now. <laughs> right. Is it coming out for consoles, too? Oh, surely. Let me look see if I can buy. Maybe they'll be smart this time around and let you get the... Oh, wait. I think they did let you get the original. They should, the let, they should have a VR version of that game. You could totally do a VR version. All, you, all you'd have to do is just need to... You know, have the ability to walk around and click on stuff. You know, yeah, have conversations with people. That'd be that'd be really fucking weird, <laughs> but cool. I tell you, I, I just can't get behind games where I walk around. I don't think in VR. Oh, not even like yeah, teleport just, around. Yeah, it's just weird. Hmm. It's especially in like firefights and stuff. It gets way too hectic. Hmm. Like I can't. I can't. I can't keep up with my orientation when I teleport. Yeah. I had a lot of trouble with that in Robo Recall. Yeah, so it'd be like I teleport shit, where where was I just I was facing that way and I'm facing Well oh, fuck, they're behind me now. Yeah, so hmm. Well, maybe you just haven't found the one that really nails it for you. Yeah. But uh, I look forward to playing some some VR games. I'll have Jeremy try it out next week. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening to episode 401. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at letter at You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash outlandish podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at outlandish cash. You can follow me at outlandish Matt. You can follow Justin at outlandish beats. You can follow Jeremy at outlandish Jer. Thanks for listening to episode 401. We'll catch you on 402. Bye. Goodbye. Say, thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you for listening. Good enough.